Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Lockie and we're a man down for this episode with Ian. He's out and about tonight, but that makes this the perfect opportunity to welcome a man with more than 50 years of Carlton loving experience and more importantly, I think, the man that introduced me to the club that we all love. So welcome, Dad. Marcos, welcome to the potty. Thanks, Lockie. Glad to be here, mate. <laughs> Love it. Well, it's been a long time coming. Um, and you're probably the person I talk the most baggers with and go to the most games with. So this should be a pretty normal chat for us. Have you had a good week? You excited for tomorrow? I'm extremely excited tomorrow. for tomorrow. We're uh, heading along. We've got the fam yeah. all going. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's... Uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a really good result for us, spoiler alert. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I think we're going to be equally as confident, which is good. Um, I guess let's take it back. How, I mean, we're three games into the season. How how are you feeling about things so far? We're third on the ladder. We haven't had a loss yet. But people aren't kind of convinced one way or the other on us. People are a bit divided. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, social, certainly, there's a there's been... Uh, a little bit of negativity there, hasn't there? Particularly around the, yeah. uh, obviously not around the Geelong game, but the other two games. Um, yeah. And I, I actually struggle to relate to that. Um, I'm very positive uh, about how the season started. I think, uh, again, you and I speak about it a lot, Locke. It's like, mm. it's all about expectations. And and thinking, <laughs> if you think about, you know, what most, I would have thought if most supporters had have looked at these first three rounds, they would have thought, Richmond, a win. They would have been looking for a win against Richmond because obviously yep. the result first round last year. Yep. Uh, Geelong, to be fair, we would have thought we, we would have been likely to drop that one against the Premier. <laughs> totally. Um, and, and we would have hoped GWS would have been a win. So, you know, yeah. that we're really ahead of that. Um, and then the other, the other element, I suppose, is... Uh, you know, something you and Ian have talked about a bit, which is, you know, not so much the result, but how we've played. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I think there's another another uh, kind of spin on that, which is, um, if you like, good sides are going to have ugly wins. And that's kind of what I see yep. GWS, GWS one as, right? Hopefully we'll get some really big wins through the season. One of them might be this one this week. Mm. Um, but good sides end up winning some games where they play really poorly. And I'm hoping that's what the GWS one is for us. How did you, how are you yeah. still sitting? Yeah, God, I mean, we're, we're very aligned. I think you're right. I think we would have taken, I think Ian and I would have taken two and a half wins from these three games for sure. Similar to what you, what you said. I think, I think maybe some of the Carlton community are a bit down because we felt like last week was going to be that chance for us to like, put our foot on the throats of a team and like prove ourselves. And so now we're a week on and everyone's kind of like, okay, no, this is going to be our chance. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a worry in that sense. Like, I feel like if we have another like all right, scrappy five point win, where we just get across the line. People are going to be even less convinced, but I'm really not that worried. It's a very different feeling to last season where we came out so hot. And we're mm. clearly like giving everything to like get across the line. Whereas now we're kind of like, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like we're going all guns blazing, which might, you know, bode better for us as we get to the end of the season and not burn out. So I, I think that, I think that's a, a positive thing. 
Like we we always win our preseason games, and this was the year that we were like clearly didn't try that hard, and we're like, oh no, we're worried. So maybe that's that reversing is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I think also you know expectations you know realign constantly through the season, and and I am sure. Yep that a lot of us after beating Geelong were like, oh, my God, you know, we were starting <laughs> yeah. to talk about, you know, the next uh, four or five rounds being bottom sides and, you know, where we might finish. Yeah. Um, so maybe just getting a little bit ahead of ourselves there. And uh, and that That's might like explain us. a little bit of the reaction to GWS as well. You know, we, we were pretty pumped after Geelong. But we didn't yeah. drop it, right? And what, Carlton last yeah. season just went win-loss, 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 win-loss. So we've strung two together there. So that's another positive, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, we're on record as saying it's going to be probably two and a half months before we have our first loss. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, I'll take that. It, yeah, I mean, the the punters are definitely not suggesting that we're going to lose tomorrow. I think we're as short of favourites as we've been in a long time going into a game. So, you know, you said you're feeling pretty positive. What are What are the things you're excited for? What do you want to see? Uh, well, I thought, yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that question because that's often how you got how you guys structure the pod. Shout out to um, Ian. So, uh, yeah, absolutely shout out to Ian there. And uh, so I sort of, I came at this in two ways. One was, uh, yep. uh, I've got a, a top five for you, a top five thing. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is what I like to see. Top five. Now, so this is not what I'd like to see. This is what will definitely happen. Shout out to Trey so, Kirby, by the way. Uh, I um, I think uh, one of the first thing that will definitely happen is it's highly likely that Charlie will either get a free kick or a mark on the uh, left half forward flank and do a <laughs> massive wheel onto his right boot and kick a long goal. I think there's a wow. good chance that, that will happen. That, that's a that's a spicy take. Spicy take. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to happen. You wanted me to be controversial. Um, that will definitely happen. Uh, I love I think, it. I think Adam Chera. I think it's highly likely at some point that he will get tackled and fall forward and get an in-the-back <laughs> decision as well. I think that's probably going to happen. Yeah, this is like um, a Carlton team starter pack. Yep. Yeah, it is, it, it, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> I think Gov, uh, he will uh, make the best... This will be. Yeah, well, he will make the best play of the game and he'll also make the worst play of the game. So that'll be, that'll be something that'll happen for McGovern. And he'll grab his knee. Is I thought you were going to say as well. Oh no, no, I'm not going to. I'm not even going to manifest injuries of any okay. description. Good, 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 um, good. J he will uh, finish a contest looking cooked and <laughs> struggling for breath, half double yeah. forward, uh, like he has okay. just run a marathon. That will definitely happen. And uh, and of course, Cripper will lead the hardball gets. So there's your five things that will happen. Wow. It's like it's like Carlton bingo. We need it to is, whack that up is. on a card and, and people can tick along at home and it's a Carlton printing game. I'll have we'll have a beer at the yeah. for each one of those. That's good so, too. Yeah, I think you've now yeah. Go in on. terms of what what uh, I'd like to happen. Um I guess there's kind of the, the high level stuff, isn't there? Yeah, you know, the, the big the team stuff, and then there's mm-hmm. the you can break it down a little bit. You know, have you, where, yep. what are you, where, what's your headspace? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of made a couple of notes. Firstly, thanks for being more prepared for an episode than I have been in our like 110 <laughs> episodes. I don't think I've ever put that much effort in. Um, so thanks for, 
Yeah, thanks for carrying this one without Ian and his um, infamous run sheets. Um, I think at the high level, like, uh, like I don't know. I don't feel like it's a cop-out to say that I want to see dominance. Like, if mm. I think back to the game last year, um, you and me and the President's Club there at Marvel, which was uh, a highlight of the year, mm. it was kind of a weird first half where we were like, "How? Like, why is this so close? And they just hung with us the entire time. And then in the third quarter, we just absolutely put our foot on it and put the game out of reach and go to 50 points. And that was where it ended up. Like, I just need to see, I want to see that level of dominance, but for longer. And I, I think it's going to have to be our forward line. Mm. Obviously, there's, yeah, with the uh, live injury, there is, you yeah. know, a chance to really exploit that weakness, isn't it? With their tall defenders. Oh, yeah. I um yeah I can't say I'm an expert on the North team, but they uh, so obviously Ben Mackay is out as well, um, yep. as we all know. So they've got Aiden Core down there. He's he's 195 centimeters, and then their next tallest defender is Luke McDonald, and he's 189, but he's not a key defender. So I really don't know how they're going to match up on the two. But like we, I mean, everyone's talking about it. We do have to exploit this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, a very, very humorous that uh, Ben Mackay's been able to avoid Harry yet again. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, you, it makes you think that we're just never going to see it and they're going to, well, you know, Ben Mackay will be a blue in no time. So that doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> I, um, uh, I think yeah. one of the things for me um, that I would really like to see, and it did a little bit of research on this one as well, in that is keeping that. Uh, the theme going of a bit of preparation. <laughs> Love it. Um, is uh, our tackle count. I reckon that's a really um, mm-hmm. strong indicator of what our level of intensity is on the day. I, I mean, I'm not yeah. you know, an obvious there, of course. But it was interesting to look yeah. back uh, tackle count over the last three rounds. And mm-hmm. that kind of the stat bears out that eye test. So you had Richmond 55 tackles. Yep. Uh, you know, and and I think there was a fair bit of narrative around that one being, you know, not a not a great intense game for us. Mm. Uh, we lifted against Geelong to sixty nine tackles. Nice, nice. And um, and then last week again dropped down. So, yeah. Um, you know, if if that's that's a real thing I'm looking for. If if we go out and we um go fifty plus tackles, we will we will smash North. Yep. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. It, you're right. That does that does stick true to the the eye test. I think, um, and I think the inside fifty numbers as well is is one that I'm looking at too, and and how we convert to those because um, they're going to have LDU and Simpkin come back in. Like their midfield, to me, is is potentially their the strongest part of their team. So right. if we can if we can win in that area and just be forcing that ball forward. I just don't know how they are going to be able to stop it. And I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how we go about it, whether the te- whether the, the mids are looking at it like, all right, they're so depleted height-wise, let's just get it in any way we can, which typically is not what we have loved to see. But maybe this is the game where it kind of works more. I don't know yeah. how you feel about that. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that's spot on. It's, uh, I was thinking back to, again, that game last I think it was that game last year, the North Melbourne one. Yeah. Um, the, the, I, I feel like one of the um, things that frustrated us, and it was, you know, in the end it was a good win, but a bit like uh, has ha- something that has happened to us about this year a little bit is mm. on our, when we turn it over going forward, teams have been able to hurt us on the rebound getting out the back. And yep. I think North got out the back a few times against us last year and kicked goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of consistent, I reckon, with what you're saying, which is, you know, good use by the midfield into our forward line helps prevent that. Yeah, yeah, definitely does. And I think, and then we, and then we wonder whether it's also the structure or work rate or all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be another good. Uh, that's another good thing to call out because that was disappointing at stages last week, and we shouldn't be letting teams in the bottom six or so be doing that to us it uh, seems to be something that often is early in the game but then we adjust and cover yeah. it as the game goes on uh, that's a feel thing i don't know if i can back that up yeah though. um do you have any notes on uh less high level stuff specific players or specific things that you want to see in well that i just thought about this i thought about it in terms of the you know the three lines so the back line forward line midfield yep. love it um Backline, if you start there, there's there's four players that we don't even really need to worry or talk about, which is Wheaters, <laughs> Young, Saad and Newman, right? They're all yep. playing extremely well. Um, so in terms of a like to happen, you know, something that I would wish for, it mm. would be for Cowan to continue his development because, you know, he has started off brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's be fair. Like this is a, you know, he's now coming for his fourth game as a. I know. Very, uh, and his decision making, um, his use of the ball, his uh, ability to take tackles and not let the ball spill out, he's been fantastic. So I yep. would just want that to continue. Um, mm-hmm. And then the McGovern one, of course, is he, yeah. Again, to be fair, you know, he has started quite acceptably, if he can be, continue to build on that. Yeah, that's the two things I'm looking for in the back line because we know yeah. those other four guys are going to be great. Yeah, totally. And I think that, yeah, I mean, we've been preaching it for a while. Like, just want to get consistency into McGovern. And I have so much faith that if he can just stay healthy and keep getting games, that he will just keep getting better and better. And I think he has yeah. improved over these three weeks. And, yeah, so... Love, love that call out. Yeah, and and I and you want him to keep biting off those, you know, those hard kicks, right? The, yeah, the attacking kicks because, you know, again, where our issue is not our defence, our issue is kicking goals. Yeah, and uh, we want to be, we want the guys to be aggressive. So, yeah, I, I think he's got, you know, he's built a base over the last three weeks that he can continue, you know, to improve. Yeah. So I would love to see that because that'll make us a much better side. Yeah, I had one note about our defense, and that was something I want to see. I want to see Larky get a bath in this game <laughs> because it it's pissed me off in the past when he's and he's been the one that got on top of us, and he is turning into a very good footballer. But yeah. you know, I, I want this to be one of those days that we just gets the total wood on him, and we win by fifty points. And one of the sub headlines is you know goalless or one goal or whatever. Yeah, I think he kicked four last year, wasn't it, against us? So, Mate, you know, he had an okay game. In, yeah, he had an okay game and a losing team. 
So yeah, I, I, I feel I feel you. Yeah. Okay. What about the mids? The mids. Um, okay. I guess you, you'll touch it. But obviously, a little bit with our changes with Acres going out, but uh, yeah. Um, I think for me, it's uh, it's that, and you and Ian have spoken on it, uh, which is that connectivity with the forward line. Yeah. Um, I was interested to read a. I don't know if you saw this. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. There was a mm. article um, during the week. I think it was um, Champion Stats put out um, about Crips um, ball use, and no. it was they were they did a bit of a deeper dive into his efficiency. So acknowledging that uh, you know he's getting tons of the ball and he's you know on on his historic averages with that this season, but he they yep. were they were making the point that his actual ball use was well down, and they 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 quoted hmm. it as being it. His worst ball use since 2015, which was interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah, for season so far, that that is. So, I think yeah. you know, again, that that is, you know, we love Cripper, but you know, it, it's how does that? How do we get the most of the midfield? Because we know they're going to get a heap of touches. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I, I think I think that's a valid point for our entire midfield, and we touched a little bit of it on the podcast after the after the GWS game. Because yeah, a lot of the a lot of the stats look good on paper, but it's like, well, if you know, if if the defenders are not the problem and the forwards are converting well and doing their thing, and the mids are getting the numbers, then why is it not like why is it not gelling together? So mm. I don't know. That, mm. That's why I kind of raised a bit of a point about our midfield mix and whether it's actually as good as we think. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, Kennedy is a big miss. Um, you know, he's yeah. he's had a good start, you know, in the first two games, and he's he he's so hard over the top of the ball. Um, I love that. I mean, I think again, like all of them, he can sometimes bomb it and waste it a little bit by foot, but God, he's so good uh, at winning the ball. Um, so you know, yeah. he's he's, a, he's one that they've got to cover. It's not as easy, you know, It's not as easy again with Walsh and the you know the issues we've got with injury. Mm. But um, yeah, they'll miss him again this week. I I, I was hoping yeah. he'd be back. Obviously, oh I know. Yeah, me too. And, and we may as well mention the other like that change that you mentioned. So Acres is out suspended for one week. O'Brien gets his first full game. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the things that I noted. I mean, like. As you do when you scroll through the Carlton comments on a, a changes, you, there's always someone that's getting it, and it yeah. was it's O'Brien this week. So I'd love to see him prove himself. Um, I don't even know what that means. Like I, I don't think he can prove himself necessarily as a best twenty-two guy, but prove himself that he still deserves to be at least around it. Because yeah. if he has if he has a shocker um, tomorrow. I think everyone's going to turn on him like they have for some of our other guys. Yeah, that'd be a shame. Like, it's been a tricky start for O'Brien, you know, like sub every week so far. Pretty hard to find a rhythm. Um, so, yeah. you know, I don't think he's had the best opportunity to uh, to find form. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully he can do it tomorrow because uh, – that left boot can be pretty uh, damaging. I do recall totally. one last week where he hit Cripps beautifully uh, in inside the forward fifty. So um, yeah. yeah, let's hope he has a good one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think our supporters necessarily understand 
like the the mental and physical effects that the sub does have. Like maybe it isn't that great, but I, I remember I remember you saying a couple of weeks ago, like or maybe it was last week. You didn't want him to be the sub and hope that he just had a full game in the VFL, so he didn't, you know, lose it all. Yeah, give him a chance to find the ball. Yeah, and uh, and and come into the game the same as everyone else does with the same rhythm. Because one thing we know about um, Lob is he's got great fitness. So, yeah. you know, you, he doesn't need to be a burst player. In fact, he's probably better as a player that's going to wear down the opponents and finish the game um, better with his yeah. fitness and his running. So, um, yeah, mm. um, the, the issue for me, I mean, and he obviously he was the obvious replacement for Akers. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, it's uh, can he can he uh, be as physical around the ball as Acres and you know apply totally. some, some pressure and if you can do that that would be great. Yeah, they are they are very different players and Acres had a quiet round one and then a good round two and then was really good last week even though he was carrying that injury so it is a massive loss. Um, and I guess we move on to the forwards now and that's where the other change was, which yeah. Similar to O'Brien, I guess it makes sense that Honey comes in for Owies, who hopefully won't miss too long. Um, I mean, yeah, I hope he can hit the scoreboard. And, you know, he showed so much early on in his career and then the few chances he's got since then, he kind of hasn't been able to deliver. So, yeah, what do you have What do you have on him and the forward line? Well, look, I expected Honey to come in um, yeah. because really when you went through the, the options... Uh, there's very few. Um, yeah, you you know it was really uh, uh, you know if if for some re- some miraculous you know situation Acres had it got played again this week, you know it might have might have been a you know maybe an O'Brien coming in there, but uh, uh, really you know I wrote I wrote it down wrote down the options and it was going to be Honey, Carol. Really was it? And, yeah. Uh, um, and you know, Carol. I think Carol might have kicked a goal last week in the seconds and had not too bad a game. Yeah. Um, but he certainly isn't. You know, hasn't been. You wouldn't say has been pushing for selection. Yeah. Um, the other one I thought was interesting, and he's probably just a bit away. And it, it, it without if he hadn't had the injury over the uh, the off season, I reckon uh, Lockie Fogarty might have been an interesting one for. Uh, for Owens. Yeah. And he had quite a good first game back, 21 possessions last week. So um, yep. that might have been a, a like a logical swap, but, you know, obviously hasn't had the time on the ground. So Honey, mm. honey was it. And hopefully he take, makes the most of his opportunity. I did see in the match notes around Honey that um, they were really happy with his forward pressure. So, okay. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. No, very good shouts. Yeah. Fogarty is definitely a forgotten man. Isn't he? Um, he's had a strange, I guess, stint at Carlton. Like we, he gave us so much in those first few games, and really hasn't mm. had much of an opportunity since. So I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him at some stage. Um, Carol's a good shout, and then I mean Cunningham is the other one. Like uh, I, I didn't watch the game last week, but Ian was saying that he, he played about a quarter and just to yeah. just to kind of get him through. So hopefully he'll be an option for us. I don't know. In a month, who knows? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he'd had four four good games under his belt, he would be the obvious, yeah, obvious, obvious choice, you know, for that change. But uh, 
you know, yeah, I think that, yeah, my understanding is the same as Ian's. You know, he had limited match time. Um, mm. So he just needs to um, get some Ks in the legs, yeah. Did you have any other forward line thoughts? Oh, well, it was a bit like the um, sort of McGovern and um, and Cowan in the back line, which is mm. good, a good early indicator. It's JSOS. So yeah. I thought he was fantastic last week, finally yep. given the opportunity to play a full game out of the ruck. Um, hope, you know, that would be what I want to see is him do again this week what he did last week or more. Yeah. Because again, if, if that happens, there's a win right there. I I, I think because it, it just it mean because he's a beautiful user of the uh, ball by foot. Again, mm-hmm. four fifty entries. He's got it in his hand. He's very very creative. So you know he's again a kind of disrupted start. You know, doing a bit of ruck work early on. Yeah. Game last week. I would love to see him do that again. Yeah. It certainly felt like the pressure was on him after the first couple of weeks to show mm-hmm. what he was going to provide to the team. So it was great that he had that performance. A um, little bit of a yeah. uh, little, little bit of noise in the media about you know whether he would be uh, <laughs> yeah. someone they'd find some cash for to <laughs> help retain TDK. So yeah, you know, hopefully he can uh, string a whole bunch of good games together and shut that stuff down. Yeah. And yeah, you mentioned TDK. I think it's it's worth noting or worth looking out for how the rucks go again. Like it was oh, yeah. another week last week of um, low game time for Pitt as they seemingly ramp him up. But mm. yeah, hopefully we can get some ruck domination against Goldstein, who's who's getting on, and then hopefully they can one of them can do something forward as well. Yeah, well, I think uh, some uh, like. Um, I think it was against uh, Richmond. TDK's tackle pressure, it might have been Geelong as well, was fantastic. Yeah, no, I know. Um, and uh, so I'd love to see him repeat that. I think he dropped off a bit on that against away on that against GWS, but uh, mm. and also um, quite a clutch getting behind the ball, uh, taking some good marks in defence as well. Um, yeah, which I thought was really really pleasing. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. yeah. When I again when you. You and I spoke about it earlier in the week, you know, thinking about the matchup and where, where we would win, and we felt we should win in just about every area on the ground. I oh, know. Um it's dangerous. But, uh, Rux Rux really is what is I, I would have thought after the forwards, Rux is probably the next one almost. Where we have yeah. a really good opportunity to dominate. Yeah. Well, Sherry, their number one ruckman, he's out injured. So, you mm. know, Goldstein isn't even their first choice guy. Um yeah, I know it's dangerous when we look at a game like this, isn't it? Where it's like, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering. Like, here's a question. Here's a question for you that I didn't send you in my little mini run sheet. Let's be super negative and say we do lose this game. What do you think? What? Why did that happen? Like, how? Wh- how do? How did we lose this game? I think uh, we lose this game. <laughs> If uh, the team goes in with the attitude that you and I currently have, which is thinking we're going to win it. Don't listen to us. Yeah, do not listen to us. I think, uh, and, and hopefully they won't, right? Because North have actually had a reasonable start. Yeah. Um, but if, if if they are not switched on, that will be an issue. And if North get kangaroos get their tails up, get a run on, that's an issue. But uh, really, you know, structurally... Even experience now, you know, 
you know, we've yeah. got experience, we're a more experienced team. We, we're better in every line um, and we've got so much to play for. So it really would be attitude, I think, would be the only thing that could bring us undone. Yep. No, it's a fair call. Um, I think the only other thing, uh, if I think about <laughs> ways that it, it could not go to plan, um, they asked Vossi about LDU um, and whether, you know, we'd be putting someone straight to him and he was yeah. as we like tight-lipped and didn't give a good answer um <laughs> but it could be i don't know maybe it could be an ed kerno opportunity or something to really put his stamp on it ed was my first thought too yeah yeah just a big like he's a big body mid ldu and yeah he's show that he's rising so i hope i hope we can yeah cool him off well, he was a late withdrawal last week, you know, so again, I yeah. suppose we're assuming he's fully fit. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think midfields would be one, you know, if they were able to get, I could see a world. I could see a world where they would get on top of the midfield. <laughs> Our favorite. And that, and get, and, and really get their tails up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That would be, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not expecting that, but that is something that, uh, Oh, please don't even uh, don't even. I know, no, no, no. We're we're all about positivity on this week's app. Um, put your Vossi hat on. Who who are you rolling with as the sub out of the four guys who are listed as emergencies? Plowman, Sincotta, Dow, and Carroll. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, can I answer this in this way? Um, when looking, trying, when I was looking at uh, the Oes and Acres replacements. I wondered, and clearly clear they didn't go this way, but I wondered whether they would mm. play Plowman in the back line to release Doherty into the midfield for a full game as a way of setting that. So that, that thought mm-hmm. occurred to me. So with that in mind, I'm thinking maybe it's Plowman. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Yep. What, what are is your that, thoughts? Who did is, you that think? Your, is that your what you want or is that your what you think? Uh, no, that's or what both. I think. That's what I think they'll do. Um, what would you do? I, I, I would love to see them um, giving, you know, inexperienced players some match time. So, um, you know, I yeah. would not be averse to Jack Carroll getting a go. I really wouldn't. Yep. Yep. I, I think it'll be Jack Carroll. I think I, I, I like your logic with Plowman, um, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel... Doesn't feel like what they'll do. I don't know. Just got. I just got yeah. a feeling it'll be Carroll as that burst. But I would prefer. Look, I I love Jack Carroll, and I'm excited if he gets a crack. I want Dow to get onto this field, and maybe if we can bring him on for a fourth quarter and bring him on for the first centre bounce of the first fourth quarter, and he has nine touches, three clearances, or something that gives him a bit of a chance to get some confidence back. That's what yeah. I want like to see. I would love. I would love that too. Yeah. I mean, I do not know. Likely. It doesn't. I don't know who he's offended, but uh, oh, he's done something. Yeah, but uh, you know, he 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 does find the ball, and he, he's creative and close. Um, the only the only the, the reason that I'm kind of all, all, also a little bit on the plowman cut with 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 the sub is, you know, if you are using the sub as an injury replacement. De- uh, Plowman gives you some flexibility. A yeah. defender goes down, he can play a little bit tall, he can play small, or yep. you can 
throw him into defence to release Doherty or um, or even start up ground a little bit. So he yeah. he probably gives you more options than any of the others in terms of an injury sub. But uh, you know, I feel like Carroll or Dow are more likely to be our future. Agreed. Well, the VFL are playing before about midday um, at Arden Street tomorrow, so we'll know pretty early who, oh, okay. who it's going to be. Um, any other thoughts on the game before we get to my favourite part, which is going to be the tips? Just one other one, which uh, you and I have talked about a bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, looking over the last few games, the, the first few games this season, that uh, lack of uh, run on past the past the, uh, you know, the free kick or the mark. So oh, for yeah. the handball, which was, sorry, when I say lack of, lack of versus Richmond, uh, yep. completely turned that around against Geelong. Um, yep. And kind of, I, I felt, again, I test that they split the difference last week against GWS. There was more of it uh-huh. than there was against Richmond, but less than Geelong. So tackles, I think, is like I said, was intent, a good a marker of intensity, but I think guys prepared mm. to run on um, and create um, laterally, um, you know, I'm really hoping we see a lot of that this week too. Absolutely. What about you? Yeah, no, that's, uh, you've nailed it. It's such a, yeah, with the eye test, it's such a defining thing for me. It shows that we're confident. It shows that we're working hard. It shows that we're working to get the ball into the right guy's hands. Like, Adam Saad, this is, that is your job. Like <laughs> it, it just breaks defenses apart when we can break the lines and and do that. I, I, I wish we would do it more. So if we can do that, like we did in the Geelong game, I'll be very happy. Yeah, that um, champion data article that I was telling uh, that I was talking about before with uh, mm. that was a little bit down on Crips usage was uh, equally up on Sard's usage. Mm. I did uh, say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Number so, one rated yeah. defender or something for the year yeah. so far. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, if he's got it in his hands, you know, you know it's going to find a player. Um, again, oh. uh, I would, I'd highlight uh, something to watch, which is, uh, again, super, you know, and it's interesting you, you talk about that as being a confidence thing. Cowan mm. is absolutely prepared to run off and create, a, create an option yeah. um, as a loose man ahead of the ball. Um, and, uh, you know, respect. For a guy that you know would be, uh, you know, hasn't you know years of experience or confidence yet to back himself to do that, I'm, I'm looking for him to do that again because because he's he's good by foot as well. Yeah, actually, since you've come with stats, I'll mention one that I heard earlier in the week as well. I'm not, I can't remember my source, but they said that Hollands has run further in his first yeah. three games than any player ever. You saw that? I did see that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. He's been awesome, yeah. And yeah, in the context of where where he is at his career, and uh, you know, you think about what he's sort of been what around that like fifteen to twenty disposals a week so far, sort of topping yeah. out around twenty. Um, God, the, some of the players, the more experienced players in our team, would uh, froth stats like that. So <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, and it's great considering if we were fully healthy at the start of the season with Walsh and Williams, like we may not have even seen these guys yet. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm sure that their hand was forced. I really, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. So, uh, that's been real upside for us. 
And, now, I know uh, you. The big oh, one is speaking of Walsh, just the big one speaking of Walsh. I saw today, yes. I think it was today, that he's back next week. Oh, boy. Am I excited. He just yeah. feels like the missing piece, doesn't he? He does. At least to me. I feel like such a different team. I was watching back the highlights of last year's game against North and just seeing that man out there um, makes such a difference for us. So that's very exciting. Mm. Um, you're an expert on Carlton. You've got many <laughs> years of watching Carlton experience. One thing that I do know about you is you don't give a, a whole lot of care to other teams. Is that fair to say? That is extremely accurate. Yeah, I, I think uh, I've become more one-eyed as I've got older. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, I probably know more about uh, opposition <laughs> players from the 80s and 90s than I do from uh, the current crop. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is okay. definitely a blind spot for me. Well, then maybe this is a good chance for me to put you under, <laughs> the, <laughs> under the microscope. Let me ask you a couple of quick questions and see you go. So there's, there's one team that hasn't won a game this year. Do you know who that is? Wow. That's, uh, you've stitched me up on the first one. Um, <laughs> Look, if you're not a ladder predictor connoisseur like I am, you might not know. Um, no, I've got, I can't even think. Uh, who is Geelong. it? Oh, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. That did spring to mind, but I did see that. Yeah. I know. And they're the only winless team. So, wow. That's only, crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that, that's the deceiving thing about North. I mean, we'll, we'll know in future, but they scraped over the line against West Coast, who, look, yep, that good chance that they'll win the wooden spoon. They beat yes. Frio by a point, and Frio played one of the worst games of football I'll ever see. And then they that lost to Hawthorne. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. And they lost to Hawthorne. And there was no LDU or Simpkin, but, you know. So they're two and one, but look... Yeah, you know it's a hard thing, isn't it? At this point in the year, is is we really haven't got a line of sight on a lot of the opposition yet. So, exactly um, in the same way that we don't know how good the teams are that we've beaten and come up against, really yet. So, yeah, very um, true. We will know that halfway through the season. Well, we do tipping here around here in the um, Carlton Football Club, uh, Carlton Cheer Squad tipping comp. So let me get your tips. You don't need to give me any logic. Just go with your heart. Go back to, you know, think of your 80s players or whatever you need to to tell me who's going to win these games so that I can get these tips in and Ian's happy. So the Lions are playing the Pies tonight at the Gabba. Uh, Lions, Pies tonight now. Uh, Here we go. I would. I have, so, as you, as you know, we uh, spent a bit of time in, in uh, Brisbane, so I've got a we soft did. spot for Lions. So I uh, I'll just go with the heart there and hope that the uh, and and of course we hate we hate the opposition. So uh, Lions from there. Yep, I'm back in the Lions as well. Um, Carlton are going to win tomorrow. Uh, then on Saturday, Crows are playing the Dockers in Adelaide. I just I, I would go with the home team there. Yep, as have I. Uh, Richmond against the Doggies at the G. Yeah, well, uh, Richmond drew three weeks ago against an absolute contender. So <laughs> it's true. You'd have to rate them. So uh, uh, I'll go with uh, Richmond there. We're aligned so far. Oh, what a blockbuster game this one is. St Kilda, Gold Coast. St Kilda, uh, and undefeated. That's, and that's here. Is that it right is. in Melbourne? Yeah, Correct. Um, 
I guess Kilda might not lose a game this season at this rate. You got to go with form, so I think Kilda there. Although uh, they're going to lose at some point, they are. But I agree. I think the Saints will win. Um, Sydney against Port up there. Uh, oh, Sydney. Same. And then Sunday, rounding it out, <laughs> Essendon versus the Giants. Have the Giants got a revenge game in them? Um, I uh, again, we're just going to go total heart, and I'm, I'm going to align myself with Ian in, in, in my hatred of Essendon, yeah, and uh, and tip GWS on that one. Okay, well, that doesn't bode well for my wooden spoon pick, but I'm happy to go with that. Um, what's going to be a bigger shellacking, us against North or Melbourne West Coast? Mm. Uh, do I need to answer that? <laughs> yeah, we know that we're going to win by more. Um, and then Monday, hoping to get to this game on Easter Monday, the classic Geelong Hawthorne rivalry. Ah, mad invite there. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, can well, they go I four can't... and zero? I mean, Geelong are not going to go. Geelong are not going to do that. So, and and Hawthorne got their win mm. last week. So. You'd have to think Geelong there. It's all the makings for a big Cats win, I think. Mm-hmm. Great job. Look at you. First podcast. This is your first podcast ever under your belt. You haven't got uh, any other of your son's podcasts? I've lost count of all pod- the, the number of podcasts that I've jumped on. So, uh, yeah. Very yeah, hard for well. me to comment on that. No, we know you're, you're a busy man, so we appreciate you giving your time for this. Uh, Happy to give you the uh, boom of you. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Um, I won't leave everyone with a passionate uh, Ian monologue as he normally does. So I'll just say, let's get behind our blues tomorrow. A sellout, good Friday. Um, and let's add another four points to our tally. See you guys next be, time. Give me a buzz. Go blues. Go blues.